Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys a 12-team PPR mock draft on FantasyPros.com. Now, I did get a request down below in the comments, but I could not find it. I believe he said he wanted a 12-team PPR mock draft. If you guys have any requests down below in the comments, let me know. You can tell me the amount of teams, the setting, standard, half PPR, full PPR, and the roster position. So, in this draft, we're doing a 12-team PPR mock draft from the first overall slot. The roster positions are one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, a tight end flex, kicker defense, and six bench spots. Now, before we get in this video, I'd like to ask if you guys could please click that subscribe button down below. It's free. I'm going to be producing content every single day until the fantasy football season is over, and then I take a break. But until then, I will not stop until we all bring home that fantasy football championship. So let's get right into the video. 12-team PPR mock draft from the first overall slot so let's get right into the video now the draft is loading we are the 101 so this is the easiest decision for me this is the easiest decision i have had in years at the 101 last year to me it was a debate in my head do i want saquon do i want cmc those were the two guys and that was the debate. This year, to me, there is zero debate at all who I'm going to be selecting at the 101 in all of my drafts. And it's going to be run CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Now, I know some people might like Saquon more, but to me, Christian McCaffrey just got the bag. He just got $16 million a year. He is the most highly paid running back in NFL history, and I think that he's going to prove why he is that. He is a great running back, and he is a great wide receiver. He is a two-for-one fucking package. He is unreal. Last year's stats were unreal. He's going to finish probably as running back one or two, and he does not seem to get hurt. He played all 16 games last year. He was an absolute beast. Just pull up his stats real quick so I can read them to you and be exactly correct. 2019, 16 games, 287 rush, uh, rushes for 1,387 yards, 116 catches, 1,000 receiving yards, and 19 touchdowns. Try to find that value. You Most running backs won't hit 1,300 yards, and most receivers won't hit 1,000 yards. So this guy is a two-for-one package, 2,400 almost total yards. This guy's fucking insane. 16 games hit all three seasons he played in the NFL. To me, Chris McCaffrey's a lock at the 101. Now, I don't necessarily like picking at the 101 because waiting until the 212 to make my second pick on the second round is quite annoying, to be honest with you. But with that said, I do like getting the 2-3 swing on picks. But my preferred draft position right now, I would say, is towards the back half of the draft. So, like, pick 10, 11, or 12, or 9 would be my favorite slots to select. So, looking at the board real quick, after we went with Christian McCaffrey, Saquon can get the board followed by Michael Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Hopkins, Melvin Gordon, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, Leonard Fournette, Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Chris Godwin, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mike Evans. First four picks, pretty typical, if I'm being honest with you. Michael Thomas typically will go after a guy like Zeke or Dalvin Cook, but Michael Thomas is typically a top five pick. Once these people see these running backs go off the board, they're like, fuck it. Let me snag the best wide receiver in the NFL, a guy that's going to be very safe for your fantasy team because he just does a floor of so many targets every single game, especially since Breeze is going to be back this year. So you just keep Michael Thomas there. Very, very, very safe pick. Uh, Joe Mixon currently right now came out today. Uh, tomorrow you will see this, but... So yesterday, it came out that Joe Mixon may end up holding out. Now, I hope he doesn't do this. I hope he just, if he holds out, I hope he just signs real quick, doesn't go to Cabo like Zeke, do something stupid or like Melvin Gordon, and then piss you off. So Melvin Gordon actually went in the first round. Don't be picking Melvin Gordon in the first round. Don't let Melvin Gordon come close to the first round. We're obviously drafting against the computer. Um, another pick that stands out to me here is Lamar Jackson going at 
the second round at pick, let's see, 2-5. Don't do that. Lamar Jackson and any quarterback should not be going in the first two rounds. But when you're at your at-home draft, that's something that is likely to happen. So now with our second overall pick here, I'm going to be looking to add some solid options to our team. So looking right now at the running back position, Kenyon Drake, Miles Sanders, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Chris Carson, Devin Singletary, Mark Ingram, wide receivers, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, OBJ, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Cortland Sutton. So first, I would like to attack the running back position. There are still one tight end that I would consider drafting, which is Mark Andrews, but I wouldn't do it when I'm picking in this spot at the 212 and the 301. If I'm picking in the middle of the third round, sure, that's where I like Mark Andrews, but I think the value here is too good to go with Mark Andrews. So the first guy I'm going to go with here is running back Kenyon Drake. Now, Kenyon Drake, to me, calls out excellence this guy when he his stats don't look that good all right if you look at his stats i'll pull them up real quick they don't look that good if i'm being honest with you his stats 14 games 170 attempts 817 yards eight touchdowns 50 receptions 345 receiving yards that's not very good but once he started taking charge in arizona he was a beast david johnson now got shipped off to houston for deandre Hopkins, which makes very little sense but with that said, Kenyon Drake is going to be a fucking beast. He's going to get the rock a lot. You saw him hammer the ball. Now, Chase Edmonds or another running back is going to be involved in the backfield, and you can't change anything about that. It's not going to be some type of a split where it's all Kenyon Drake, but it's not going to be like a 50-50. I see more of a 60-40, 70-30 Kenyon Drake, and I think Kenyon Drake is going to absolutely blow defenses out. They have such a solid pass attack. They have their quarterback, Mr. Shortman, Kyler Murray, Mr. 5-6. They've got D-Hop. Christian Kirk, Larry Fitz, they have an outstanding roster, a run-and-gun offense, and Kenyon Drake fits very well there, especially as a guy who can catch balls out of the backfield. I love Kenyon Drake here at the 212. And now we are going to attack the wide receiver position because out of our first two picks, we got two running backs, so now it's time to get our wide receiver one now. Like I said, on the board still, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Odo Beckham Jr., DJ Moore. To me, I don't like Amari Cooper. Now, Amari Cooper is going to finish as probably a top 12 wide receiver. Probably will. But he gets hurt. He plays good one game, plays shit the other. So I'm just trying to stay away from kind of guys like that. And I like to get more of a consistent guy. And Kenny Galladay, to me, screams consistency. This guy was a dominant wide receiver last season without Matthew Stafford for eight of his games. Matthew Stafford played eight games without the other eight. With that said, Kenyon Drake was still dominating with David Blau and all these other garbage wide receivers, or not wide receivers, garbage quarterbacks. So I think that Kenny Galladay will perform as long as Stafford stays healthy. And hey, even if Stafford gets hurt, I love Kenny Galladay's value. The only other guy I would have been looking for there is DJ Moore and Cortland Sutton. DJ Moore to me, even with check down Teddy Roosevelt, not Teddy Roosevelt, Teddy Bridgewater being the quarterback, he's still going to dominate. He dominated with bad quarterbacks in the past. Last year, he's going to dominate next season regardless of the quarterback. So after DJ Moore came, we we are after we went with Kenny Galladay, Amari Cooper, then DJ Moore, then Odell. Now, Odell, reports came out yesterday as you're watching this that Odell wants to go to Minnesota. Whether or not Odell gets traded to Minnesota or not, I mean, there will be a video on my channel if it ended up happening. I don't give a fuck, to be honest with you. I'm still not taking Odell. I think that Odell is the most overhyped player to ever grace the NFL. I'm not touching Odell. After we went, or after Odell came off the board, then Jonathan Taylor, rookie running back. We'll see where he goes in the draft next week. Miles Sanders, Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell, Cooper Cup, Todd Gurley, Juju Smith-Schuster, A.J. Green, Pat Mahomes, Tyler Lockett, A.J. Brown, Cortland Sutton, Adam Thielen, uh, Devin Singletary, Stefan Diggs, Calvin Ridley. Now, Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson finished before the fourth round. Pretty typical. 
Very typical. I wouldn't be surprised if Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, your at-home league, went before the first two rounds even comes to a close. Todd Gurley going in the fourth round. Don't be doing that. Motherfucker is too injury-prone. He definitely has upside. He could be a top-10 running back, but his knee could give out at any time. He has that arthritis knee like he's your grandfather. Don't worry about that. Don't take him. AJ Green as well. Don't take him in the fourth round. Don't take him at all because that motherfucker is, he just gets hurt doing anything. He'll get hurt lacing his shoes. He'll get hurt driving to get to the stadium. So don't be drafting him now. We have our two solid running backs. We have one wide receiver. Now, right now, I'm going to be honest with you. This is where I'm going to draft my tight end right here. I'm going to draft the guy that I personally believe can carry my roster all season long, and that's Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews hopped onto the scene last season and absolutely was pimp-slapping defenses. Week one, he laid his dick down, bam, right on the Dolphins' face and continued to do it all season long. 15 games, he only missed one game, 64 receptions, 98 targets, 852 yards, uh, 10 total touchdowns, one fumble. Someone informed me how he's not going to do that again. Even if they figure out how to stop Lamar running the fucking ball, he's still going to heave the ball to Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is his favorite target. No matter what you think, you might think, hey, maybe the best player on the team, maybe they'll start throwing it to Mr. Hollywood Brown. But he throws it to everyone. And now, guess what? Mark Andrews' biggest competition, Hayden Hurst, got his ass shipped to Atlanta. Mark Andrews is going to be dominant yet again. If you can get him in the fourth round, I'm going to close my eyes and pick him every single time. He was my sleeper to draft at the tight end position last year. If you guys have been watching my videos for that long, if you are new, please click that subscribe button. But Mark Andrews is going to be a dominant force yet again in the NFL. I think that Mark Andrews finishes above Zach Ertz, who got drafted ahead of him. I think he may even finish number one. I would not be surprised. Mark Andrews is my tight end to draft. If you're drafting one early, typically I wait till later, but if I get him in the fourth round, I'm hitting that button every single time because of the safety it brings to my roster. And I can also go ahead and snag a running back or wide receiver right after this. So now we are up at the 213, or not the 213, the fucking 4501. My bad, guys. I'm not very good at math. So right now, wide receivers still available. We got guys like uh, Devontae Parker, Robert Woods, DJ Chark, T.Y. Hilton. So Devontae Parker would or Robert Woods would be the guys I'm looking at, but I think I'm going to go running back and solidify my flex and then hammer on some wide receivers later because you guys have to understand wide receiver value is always going to be there. You can draft a guy in the 11th or 12th round, and he could be a winner. You could draft guys later, like in the 8th, 9th, 10th round that could be starters all season long. At running back, it is very hard to come by, so I'm going to solidify my running back spot and then hit on some wide receivers that I like later. So... Right here, Mark Ingram is the pick. Mark Ingram, Marlon Mack, Damian Williams, David Johnson, James Conner, carry on Johnson, David Montgomery, all still available. But Mark Ingram last year was dominant. I hate Mark Ingram. I don't think he's that talented. But on this offense, it is built. It is extremely built for Mark Ingram's success. Mark Ingram doesn't have to fucking do anything. There's a bunch of guys around him. Eventually, someone's going to steal his job. Will it be this year? Probably not. Eventually, he'll be gone, but while he is on the team that is going to be scoring so many points and running the ball so often, Mark Ingram is going to be the best flex for this team. Mark Ingram has top 15 upside. I don't think he'll finish there, but he has the upside to be the number one running back every single week because of the offense he is on. Having two guys on Baltimore, sure, typically I don't try to get two guys on the same team, but getting two guys on one of the best teams in the NFL. The best teams in the NFL right now, based on my thoughts, we've got the Chiefs at one, the Ravens are probably number two, even though they choked, and then there's a bunch of teams below them. I love 
Mr. Mark Ingram right here in the fifth round. Do I think that... I just think he's so much better than all the other running backs and so much safer. That's why I would personally go with him there. So, after we went with Mark Ingram, carry on, came off the board, followed by Mullen Mack, Devontae Parker, T.Y. Hilton, DJ, Chark, do 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 baby, Chark, Julian Edelman, James Conner, Robert Woods, Darren Waller, Jarvis Landry, Damian Williams, Hunter Henry, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Michael Gallup, Devontae, or David Montgomery, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, John Brown, David Johnson, Austin Hooper now. Call me crazy. Don't call me crazy because this is crazy. How in the fuck are you drafting Tom Brady ahead of Dak Prescott? I thought Tom Brady was going to be a sleeper, but it always turns out that motherfuckers will constantly believe in Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. To me, he is. I have never seen some of these other guys play. I was not alive for that. I was alive for Tom Brady's whole NFL career. I'm 20 years old. He's been playing the league that whole time. So, to me... He's a great quarterback. Is he a sixth-round fantasy quarterback? No. Is Dak Prescott? Is Josh Allen? Is Kyler Murray? Is Russell Wilson? Yes. Dak Prescott finished as quarterback two last year. How can you take the guy that is probably just going to finish top 12, be safe, and Tom Brady over a guy that has top two potential in Dak Prescott? I don't see it. I don't get it. Another guy that I think got reached for, David Johnson. I mean, in the sixth round, sure, I would probably take him. But goddamn, I'm probably going to end up having him on multiple teams. And he is going. he is one of those guys... That it, to me, is a complete dice roll. He's a guy where you're fucking rolling the dice, you throw it out, and you're just hoping to the fantasy football lures that David Johnson hits and is good. Overall, I think that David Johnson is going to be just a overall solid pick, but don't be surprised if he doesn't hit. If you like safety, don't draft David Johnson. So now, up after David Johnson was Austin Hooper. I don't like Austin Hooper either as well. I think that Austin Hooper is going to be a guy that has a huge decline in Cleveland. In Atlanta, with Dirk Cutter, a team that loves to throw the ball to the tight end, he goes to a team that loves to throw the ball to the tight end to a team who loves to fucking run the ball. So, don't trust Austin Hooper this year. And at wide receiver, there are two guys I want to draft here because I already got three running backs. I'm going to hammer two wide receivers that I love back-to-back, Michael Jordan, 96-97. And that is scary Terry McLaurin first. I think DK Metcalf is amazing as well, but I think that Terry McLaurin has higher upside than DK Metcalf. Why? Terry McLaurin is the wide receiver one on a team. DK Metcalf is the wide receiver two on a team. Terry McLaurin has the upside to smash DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, in all accounts, is the safer wide receiver. I think that DK Metcalf, if you want to go safety here, draft him. But I'm going for upside at my wide receiver two, and I think that Terry McLaurin has that upside. Dwayne Haskins, sure, not that good. The Redskins, sure, not that good. But Terry McLaurin was having monster games. I think that he is a monster sophomore season in the NFL. I think Dwayne Haskins figures out how to throw to a guy that he went to fucking college with. I don't know how he forgot what he was doing in college, but he did. And he will figure that shit out. So we're going to go with scary Terry McLaurin here at the 6-12. And then back, 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 back up again. We could get DK Metcalf, but I want to get a guy that I know for a fact is a top 20 wide receiver. I think he has the potential to be top 15. He has top 12 weeks all the time last season. That's my boy, Tyler Boyd. Now, you better believe with Joe Burrow coming into this offense, they are going to be heaving the ball to Tyler Boyd. A.J. Green is not going to be a Cincinnati Bengal, and if he is, it does not fucking matter. Sure, they franchise tagged him. Sure, technically, he is a Cincinnati Bengal right now, but I do not think that he is going to be playing all that good in 2020. He's too injury prone. Even if he is there, he succeeded with Tyler with 
AJ Green and without AJ Green. So Tyler Boyd is going to be dominant in 2020. In 2019, 60 games, 90 receptions, 150 targets, 1,000 receiving yards, 5 touchdowns. 2018, with AJ Green in some of those games, 14 games, 76 receptions, 108 targets, 1,028 yards. Tyler Boyd is so safe. Safer than DK Metcalf and, to me, much higher upside. Sure, the Cincinnati Bengals aren't the sexiest team to have your wide receiver on, but I don't give a fuck. I think that Tyler Boyd has immense upside. I think that he is a tremendous player. He is a guy that is going to be an end zone target for Mr. Joey Burrow once Joe Burrow gets drafted next week to the Cincinnati Bengals. So after we went with my boy, Tyler, yeah, Boyd, we get our Deshaun Watson comes off the board, followed by Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, DK Metcalf, DeAndre Swift, Debo Samuel, Jameson Crowder, Kareem Hunt, Will Fuller, J.K. Dobbins, Ronald Jones, James White, Christian Kirk, Hollywood Brown, Darius Slayton, Emmanuel Sanders, Anthony Miller, Robbie Anderson, Brandon Cooks, Raheem Mostert, Darius Geis, uh, Philip Lindsay. What a fall from grace for a guy like Deshaun Watson, a top five quarterback, most likely in 2020, most thought, top three, most thought. Now, falling all the way down to quarterback. Let's see how many quarterbacks. One, two, three, four, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarterbacks go before Deshaun Watson. What a fall from him, to be honest with you. A guy that has such high upside falling because their dumbass coach Bill O'Brien, dumbass coach slash GM Bill O'Brien, decides to trade away one of the most talented wide receivers to grace the NFL in the last 10, 15 years. What an idiot. Deshaun Watson now is going to fall. I like him over a guy like Brady, Rodgers, and Breeze, but all the other guys I would much easily or much rather take ahead of a guy like Deshaun Watson, even with his immense talent. So now we are back up on the clock. Our roster so far, we got Christian McCaffrey, Kenyon Drake, Kenny Galladay, Terry McLaurin, Mark Andrews, Mark Ingram, Tyler, yeah, Boyd. Still on our roster. So right now we're looking for a quarterback. Ten teams have a quarterback, and we don't need a tight end because we already drafted one. So right now, looking at the quarterback position in round at the end of round eight, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, all guys I don't really want anything to do with at this pick, so I'm just going to continue to wait here. And we are going to add to our running back depth or our wide receiver depth. So looking at running backs, Darrell Henderson, Tariq Cohen, Sony Michelle. Jordan Howard, Tevin Coleman, Latavius Murray, Jamal Williams, Alexander Madison. So right here, to me, there's a glaring pick at running back, and that's Darrell Henderson. Darrell Henderson stands above all of these guys with, by far, the most upside. Sure, come NFL Draft next week, this take will be completely wrong. It could be if the Rams trade up or if they just go ahead and say, fuck it, let me draft a running back. And they draft one, then Darrell Henderson falls. But if they don't, if they stick with Darrell Henderson and Malcolm Brown draft someone super late, Darrell Henderson has the potential to be top 10. Todd Gurley in the past was a top 10 running back before his knee was fucked up. They are an offense that likes to run the ball. Darrell Henderson got hurt last year, and he didn't really do much when he was given the snaps. But I think that they believe in Darrell Henderson. They drafted him last season. I think that he is going to have a bounce-back season in 2020 if he's the starting running back. And in the eighth round, finding a guy that has the potential to be a top 10 running back is huge. So Darrell Henderson is going to be my late-round ticket that I like to draft in pretty much every single league. Now back in the eighth round, we are going to probably draft another running back or look towards the wide receivers. Now look at the running backs, guys like Sony Michelle, Tariq Cohen, uh, Jordan Howard, Tevin Coleman. Now Jordan Howard actually would be the pick here if I knew they weren't going to draft running back. I'm a Dolphins fan. I want next Thursday them to go up there and draft my man, Jonathan Taylor or DeAndre Swift. That's what I want to happen. So I'm not sure if Jonathan Taylor or not Jordan Howard is going to be a safe pick here, but 
to be honest, right now with where we are looking, I would probably draft either him or Sony Michelle. I don't trust Sony Michelle at all, so I'm going to go with Jordan Howard. I think that Jordan Howard has, is probably going to be safe because he's just going to get the ball a bunch of times. Even if they bring it back, it'll probably be a 50-50 split. So Jordan Howard will be okay. He'll be more of a guy that you need to just hope to the fantasy lords that the other guy ahead of him gets hurt. But with that said, I think Jordan Howard could be a solid backup kind of a guy that you just have ride the pine all year. And you will likely probably cut, but you got to get that running back value late and so that we can attack wide receivers with our last few picks. So after we went with Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, Sony Michelle, Sterling Shepard, Alshon Jeffrey, Jerry Judy, Mike Williams, Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, John Ross, C.D. Lamb, Tevin Coleman, Evan Ingram, Curtis Samuel, Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, Preston Williams, Randall Cobb, Hayden Hurst, Cam Akers, Jamal Williams, Alexander Madison, and Deshaun Jackson. Hayden Hurst is my favorite late-round tight end. He's skyrocketing up the board. He was never going in the 10th round, and now he is. So not really surprised because of how much Atlanta throws the ball to that tight end position. Now looking at wide receivers, guys like Deontay Johnson, Mecole Hardman, Sammy Watkins, Rashad Perryman, D.D. Westbrook, uh, Terry, uh, Kenny Galladay, Hunter Renfro, Nikhil Harry, also available. Deontay Johnson is insta-pick for me. Deontay Johnson has tremendous upside tremendous upside this guy was playing phenomenal last year with bad backup quarterbacks if big ben stays healthy deontay johnson could be a gem late in drafts sir they have james washington but i think it's just going to be the juju and deontay johnson show in 2020 so now looking with our other pick right here is probably where i just draft a quarterback because people are just going to start drafting backup quarterbacks soon. People draft backup quarterbacks before you even draft your quarterback, I've noticed in some drafts. So try to draft your quarterback before these other people start drafting backups. So to me, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, I don't like Carson Wentz. So I'm going to go with Matt Ryan here. I just think Carson Wentz is too injury prone. I think that Matt Ryan is a one of those guys that he'll have a good season. All right, good season. He's at the top. And then he has a bad season. But his bad season, top 12 quarterback. Last year was his bad season. Next year? He's going to go up. Top five quarterback to me, potentially. I love that. Matt Ryan, very safe as well. Sure, he did end up getting hurt last year, but he's not a guy who's known for missing a tremendous amount of games. 15, 16, 16, 16. Like, he barely fucking missed his games. Matt Ryan is on a team that has a lot of options around him. Hayden Hurst included. Todd Gurley, even though while I don't like him, that's definitely going to take away from the fact that they're just assume they're going to pass it every single play. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, bunch of talented wide receivers, tight ends, and offensive weapons for Matt Ryan. So I love that value here late in drafts, drafting a guy like Matt Ryan who has tremendous upside, even though he is getting up there in age. So after we drafted Matty Ice, OJ Howard came off the board, followed by Sammy Watkins, Nicole Hardman, Justin Jefferson, Jared Cook, Malcolm Brown, Rashad Perryman, Stephen Sims, Jalen Rieger, uh, CEH, Hunter Renfro, Justin Jackson, <laughs> Tyler Higby, Dallas Godert, Boston Scott, Noah Fant, Jack Doyle, Royce Freeman, Mike Williams, Duke Johnson, Carson Wentz, Carlos Hyde. Don't draft a backup quarterback or backup tight end in a ten or 12-team league. I just don't see a reason to. So I'm just going to hammer another running back and another wide receiver, and then we'll draft our kicker in defense. So looking late here at wide receivers, and running back, Tony Pollard, uh, Tony Pollard, Justice Hill would be a handcuff for Mr. Mark Ingram, which I think I might do. Uh, I like Edmonds as well. I think I'm going to go with Hill here just to handcuff my running back. I think if Mark Ingram goes down, Justice Hill they drafted last season would be the starter. I think given I did not own Mark Ingram, I would probably draft Edmonds because if, oh, I also have Kenyon Drake. Fuck. I didn't even think about that. So I think I'm going to go Edmonds because I think Edmonds could have solo play upside even with Drake playing. 
I don't think Justice Hill will. And if Drake goes down, Justice or Cam or Chase Edmonds, sorry, will be amazing. Chase Edmonds showed flashes last year when he was the starting running back, when David Johnson was shit. He was on fire. He was a he was looking like a league winner, and then they brought in Kenyon Drake, but I still think Chase Edmonds will be amazing as a guy on your bench that ha- gives you that potential to win your fantasy football draft. So now we're going to attack the wide receiver position here late in the draft, and these kind of guys right now, without knowing where these rookies are drafted, I'm just going to draft one of these normal guys that have been in the league for a while. So I'm going to go with my man right here, Mr. Mr. Corey Davis. Corey Davis, I don't know why I called him my man because I hate Corey Davis. I hate Corey Davis with every ounce in my body. People have told me for years, this is Corey Davis's year to break out. And I don't know if I'm blind because I haven't fucking seen his year. I have not seen Corey Davis have an ounce or a lick of talent. Okay, the only thing he is licking is the bench because that's where he's going to be fucking sitting if he doesn't do something this year. He has the upside, though. Last year, Ryan Tannehill was throwing the ball to him. I think that he will get looks on the offense. I think that he's a guy back here that I think probably is the safest, but is a guy that I will be shooting myself when I draft him. I hate Corey Davis. I don't believe in the player. He's been in the league for so long. He's been in the league for, what, four or five years now? One, two, three years in the NFL and hasn't done shit, but he's getting a lot of targets. He'll probably be around 70, 80 targets, and finding that in the 13th round is very, very hard to come by. So I'm going to draft Corey Davis here and pray for the fantasy football lords. Please, 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 Ryan Tannehill, don't be bad like I think he could potentially be and throw the ball to Corey Davis. So now looking here, kicker and defense time. For kicker, you just look at the list. You scroll all the way down here. You got to find the kickers. Greg the legs are aligned in Dallas. You just fucking draft them. And then what you do for defense is you're going to go on Google. Once the schedule comes out, May 9th, I believe, is the date. Maybe not the date, but sometime in May, the schedule is going to come out for the NFL. Type in NFL schedule week one. Find an off a defense that is playing a shitty offense week one, okay? I'm going to make a video about this down the road, so subscribe for that. But what we should do is you find a defense playing a shitty offense. You just wait, and then week one, fucking play them. And then you know what you do week two? You cut them if they're playing a hard team, and if they're playing an easy team, you keep them. And then you cut them the next week whenever they have a hard opponent, and you keep streaming defenses. I make videos every single week on how to stream a defense, which defense is to target. So stay tuned for that. And I'm going to draft the Chiefs here because they're the best-ranked defense on the website. And that's what I'm going to do because I stream defenses. We got a 94 out of 100 and A. That grade means nothing. Should mean nothing to you, but it technically means something because they use some type of fucking math, some type of algorithm to figure this out, but I don't abide by that. Our final roster, I think we have an A team, though. A plus for the squad, 99 out of 100. Quarterback Matt Ryan on our final roster. Running backs are Christian McCaffrey and Kenyon Drake. Our two wideouts are Galladay and Terry McLaurin. Our tight end is Mark Andrews. Our flex is Maki Mock Ingram. Defense kicker don't matter. Tyler Boyd, Darrell Henderson, Jordan Howard, Deontay Johnson, Chase Edmonds, and Corey Davis comprise our bench. Thank you all for watching this video. If you ended up enjoying, click that subscribe button that's on me right now. Click the video above me to the right, to the top, or to the left and the top left. Please click that subscribe button. It really means a lot to me. Make sure to kiss everyone in your family tell them you love them and stay safe please i don't need uh to i just don't want to hear about anyone that's that's doing bad or anything i hope that you guys all stay okay obviously if you're not doing okay you hit me up on twitter or anything or instagram and i will talk to you uh just dm me at notorious fntsy on twitter at notorious fntsy on instagram and i will talk to you i hope you guys are all doing okay i love you all please stay safe goodbye guys